the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And I'm watching the news, and they're saying that 30 people died, then the number was 36, and the number went down a little bit, and we don't know what the final tally is going to be. It'll probably go up. And I've done a lot of traveling in Europe, and I spent part of my junior year in college in Israel, where there are lots of these kinds of attacks. And we in America, because we're so far away, and because our country is so large, have a tendency to look at numbers like this and go, well, it's just not that bad. 30 people died in Paris, you know. What we need to do is multiply that number so that it approximates the size of America. In other words, if an attack took place of that scale in this country, how many people would die? And Belgium is 11 million people, so it's roughly one-thirtieth the size of America. So take the number of people who died, let's just put the number at 30, and you need to multiply it times 30 to get an idea of what kind of impact that would have if it were to happen here on the same scale. That's 900 people who just died this morning. Same thing with Israel. You hear five people died in Israel. Well, it's just not that bad. It's you know a weekend in Chicago. Multiply it times 50, because Israel is roughly one-fiftieth the size of America. 250 people died, to give you some idea. And if you visit a country like Israel, small as it is, you will not find anybody who does not know someone who was killed in an attack. 58,000 people died in Vietnam. I bet you I'm talking to a number of people who don't know anybody who died in Vietnam. So you need to put some sort of perspective in it to get some kind of idea as to what it would feel like if something like this were to happen in this country. And these kinds of things happen in Europe all the time because of the large Muslim population. I understand that Belgium has something like 600,000 Muslims living there. Most of them have come from other countries or are sons and daughters of people who've come from other countries in the Middle East, in the in the northern part of Africa. And you reflect on statements that were made by people like Donald Trump who said that maybe we should have a temporary ban on all Muslims until we can, quote, figure it out. doesn't make him sound so irrational, does it? There was a piece on CNBC talking about the, quote, shocking level of unpreparedness in Belgium. I'll read you part of it. Current and former U.S. and European counterterrorism officials who are experts on ISIS, and by the way, ISIS has already taken credit for this, told NBC News that the location and timing of the attacks just days after the capture of the suspected operational leader of the massacre in Paris suggested a shocking level of unpreparedness by Belgium authorities. This morning I'm driving in listening to 
an expert being interviewed, and he said that Belgium has been, quote, under-investing, close quote, in national security uh, and in domestic security for some time, but that we're not going to blame anybody in the government. What? You are conceding that you are under-investigating, but you're not going to under-investing investing, but you're not going to blame anybody in the government. It just, just happens. People make choices on how they spend their money. This is a welfare state, a welfare continent, but they are under-investing in keeping their people safe. It's, these are decisions that they've made. They describe Brussels, especially this area near the site of the strike, as, quote, an explosive mix of highly capable foreign fighters trained by ISIS and sympathetic locals who are unknown to authorities but eager to help in attacks, end of quote. And that's another point. This man who was arrested recently, believed to be one of the last operational leaders in the Paris attacks, was in a neighborhood where he clearly got support, comfort, and perhaps even assistance from people living in that neighborhood. This is a massive, massive problem, isn't it? A former FBI and U.S. Army counterterrorism official, an expert on how ISIS operates, told NBC News that Belgian authorities should have been more prepared for Tuesday's attacks, today's attacks. Quote, that they could sit for four months, not only in Belgium, but in Brussels, and especially in this area, and plot these kinds of attacks just four days after the arrest of such a high-level network facilitator is shocking to me because they should have been on the highest level of alert. This expert said, after the Paris attacks, it was a question of not being able to run all the leads down. It's no longer a capacity problem. It's a competency problem, close quote. Which reminds me of the fact that President Obama and the front-running Democratic candidates for president, Ms. Clinton and Mr. Sanders, don't even use the term radical Islam. Reading an article in the paper about the number of attacks that Swedish women have endured because of the, quote, migrants, close quote. That's what they call them, migrants. Never mentioning their religion, never mentioning their country of origin, referring to them as migrants. And apparently the police are understating the number of attacks for fear of upsetting the, quote, migrant community or perhaps for fear of hurting tourism. I don't know. But how is it you don't fairly report on what's going on in your own country? You don't want to use the expression Islamic-inspired thuggery, Islamic-inspired depravity. You refer to them as migrants. And our president of the United States won't even use the term radical Islam. And we're told it's just a small, tiny number of people. 
But when you look at polls and you ask Muslims living in the UK, living in France, how they feel about Sharia law, how they feel about terror attacks, it is shocking the large percentage of people that are okay with them and the large percentage of people who would give aid and comfort to those who engage in these kinds of terror attacks. We have a problem. And I recall Donald Trump being asked about this, and he said, well, there's just a huge level of hate. And that was as candid and succinct a description about what's going on as I've seen in a long time. There's just a huge level of hate. And we need to get to the bottom of it, he said. Doesn't make him sound so irrational anymore, does it? Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.